Are you ready for a good cardio workout? Well, I am. We're going to do some heart workout today. And we're going to work some, some lungs and arteries and all that good stuff. And we're going to do what we normally do. We're uh, going to use the recumbent bike and the treadmill. But I want to start off with stutter steps, step, step ups. You may have a step machine, I don't know. But uh, I want to use my doorway. There's about a six to eight inch step up into my home. I'm going to see what time it is because I want to do 10 minutes stepping and 10 minutes on the recumbent and 10 minutes on the treadmill, which will give me a 30 minute cardio workout. Let's see what time it is. Back It's 12.14. So we got to be done with this by 12.28. Y'all ready? You got your doorway? Or got your, you got your step up? Let's do it. One. Two. I'm not going to count all these steps, y'all. But it's good for your heart. Good for your legs too, cause all uh, you're working at this time are your legs and uh, and your cardiovascular system. You just step up, step back down, change foot, step up, step back down, change foot, step up, step up, step up, step up. Step up, step up, change step, step up, change step, step up, oh that feels good, pretty soon I'll be sweating so, so much, I won't be able to see. This is a good workout. It's a, a non-stop cardio workout for 10 minutes. If I'm, not, if I'm not doing anything else but this, I do it for 30 minutes. And this is a heck of a workout. And as Christians, we need to have endurance because we have a, a long run, a long race. No wonder we're told to cast aside every weight that so easily beset us. You know, sometimes bring burden us down in our run, but uh, we have to shed things. You don't see a, a runner with a lot of clothes on, a lot of equipment, heavy boots. Can't do that on a long run. So every long distance runner sheds all of the weight. But Christian, we're told to cast aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us that hold us back. And run this race with patience. Just go ahead and run, because you're going to be in the race for, for the rest of your life. Uh, and every Christian is in this race. And it's a marathon, y'all. You know, the thing about it is that you can't get out of the race. Because the race is in Christ. And since you're in Him for eternity, you're in this race until, until, until the end. So, you might as well cast off the weight. Cast your burdens on him. 
and and run the right because you, you're going to be in it. Uh, some of us going to win prizes at the end, and some of us will just win. I'm, I, we just win just by finishing the race, which is good. But some of us want want some rewards. But it says cast aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us. And let us run this race with patience. And this is how you do it, he said. He said, don't, don't look to your burdens. Don't look to the heavy weight that you drop off to the side. But look to Jesus and don't look back. Never look back. You know, when the Lord delivered Lot and his wife and family, with two daughters, out of Sodom and Gomorrah, before he shot, destroyed Solomon with fire. He told them to not look back. Look to the front. Don't look back. I have delivered you from the stuff that you're leaving behind. And Lot's wife, I don't know what she was looking back there for. Her husband was up front, you know. Her daughters were up front there. So I don't know why she was looking back. It must have been her stuff. It must have been the house and the furniture and all the good food and and all the good friends and and a bridge club and a tennis club. I don't know. But she looked back. And the Bible says that she was turned into a pillar of salt. Salt for animals to lick on. So she didn't make it. She didn't finish the race. Her heart was too heavy. She had too much burden on her shoulders for stuff that she had left behind. So, so we're told not to look behind, not to look back. Paul said, I, I forget those things that are behind. And I press toward the mark for the pride of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So we look to Jesus, the author and the finisher by faith. Did you hear that? Jesus started the race for you. Jesus began the race for you. He was the author of the race for you. At the cross, that's why I love that song. At the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith. I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. So Jesus began to race at the cross and guess what he did? He ascended to heaven and sat down at the right hand of the majesty David said that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know that is true. I have found that statement to be true that David wrote because I was young and now I am old and I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. I have not. Listen, I'm not saying that I have never seen poverty. I've seen that. But those that that walk in the light, as he is in the light, not only does the blood cover all of the sin, but he cares for his own in an eternal sense. And because he cares for us in an eternal sense, it stands to reason that he'll keep us in a temporal sense. All right. We started off this morning with with, uh, some heart exercises. For those of you who have given your heart to the Lord, 
let's show that outwardly by giving our bodies to the Lord as living sacrifices. And in this case, uh, keeping the body in submission, preparing fit vessels for the master's use. So this morning we started off with some cardio. Uh, I said that we we're going to do steps and bicycle and treadmill. I did uh, about seven or eight minutes on the on the uh, steps this morning, and I got a phone call. But that's okay. Uh, the phone call was good, and this is going to be good where we take up where we left off at. If you have a step machine, a step uh, gadget to, to exercise on, that's a wonderful thing. I don't have one. Well, but what I do have is about a, a six to eight inch step into my home. I don't have any stairs, I have one level. But I do have a step at, at, at every entrance to my home. So I am at one of those steps right now. Uh, and as I walk in my door, there's a step. So I'm going to be stepping up uh, between the door post. I did about seven or eight minutes this morning. I'm going to try to do about five minutes because I've already done more than what I uh, would have done. So let's get started. Let me know when you're ready. The steps uh, that we do is kind of like a stutter step. We step up with the left foot, bring the left foot back down, put the right foot up, bring the right foot back down, put the left foot up, stutter, put the right foot up, bring the right foot down, stutter, uh, bring the left foot up, bring the left foot down, stutter, bring the right foot up, and back down, and stutter, and continue the pace. I don't do this real quick. I, I take my time. All I want to do is, is pump that heart, get that blood flowing throughout the body. Here we go. One. All right. Stutter. 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 Left foot. Stutter. Right foot. I need to check the time, y'all. Back button. The watch face. Bible memory button. Watch face. 3.20 p.m. and 4. 3.20, huh? Step up. Stutter. Step up. Stutter. Step up. Stutter. Step up. Stutter. If you're older and don't have much balance, just balance yourself with the doorpost. Use the doorpost to balance yourselves. We're going to go until 325. I normally would go 10 minutes. But I've already done this this morning. And I don't want to bore you. This works those legs real good. Especially if you're a diabetic. One thing that you need to do is exercise those feet. Most of all, exercise the toes. And this helps you do that. 
they're moving and stepping, stepping up and stepping back down. They have those toes and that will save your feet from having to be amputated. And it helps you, your blood flow in your legs, your, your whole legs, but in particular, your lower legs. Diabetics start losing blood flow and the, the, the cells begin to die. They begin to lose feeling and sensation in their feet first, you know, your toes and first, your toes first, then your legs, and uh, then your body begins to ache in, in those parts of the body. I was told that just the other day, that a lady who was diabetic is having aches and pains in her legs and her feet. That's because she's a diabetic and there's a lack of uh, a movement, lack of exercise. You have to take your medications. If medication is required, you must take your medication to avoid amputation. But always taking the medication does not, does not do it. You still have to exercise. A young man, uh, a few years ago, was diagnosed as a diabetic. 25 years old, I think. But then, shortly after he was diagnosed, he had to go to the emergency room because his toes had become infected. At least one toe was infected. And they amputated that toe. But they did not release him from the hospital. They kept him. Well, because that, that toe had set up gangrene, it went throughout the body and started to save the young man did not survive. All I'm saying, my brothers and sisters, that you don't have to be old for it to happen to you. But you can be old and survive diabetes if you manage it properly and if you get the proper exercise. You got to keep moving. You know the old saying, the astronaut used to say, a body in motion stays in motion. A body at rest stays at rest. So let's get moving. We looked this morning at Hebrews chapter 12, where we were to, we to run this marathon, run this long haul race with patience, knowing that we're gonna, we're gonna win. We're gonna finish. Every Christian finishes the race. Because we saw that we looked to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the author and the finisher. He's the beginning and the end. He's the start and the finish. So in him, we start the race. In him, we run the race. In Jesus, we finish the race. Oh, I feel good, y'all. I feel good just doing these steps, knowing that I'm keeping in step with the Lord. You know how I know? Do you know how I know I'm keeping in step with the Lord? Because we're told to, to walk in the Spirit. And guess what I do when I walk in the light? Guess what I do when I walk in the Word? Guess what I do when I walk in the Spirit? I walk in Jesus Christ because I am in Him and He is in me. Ephesians chapter 5 lets me know that I am bone of His bones and flesh of His flesh. So if, I'm walking, so if I'm walking in the Spirit, I'm walking in Him. What time is it? 3.27 p.m. 
327. Okay, we we done seven more minutes. So we're gonna head over to head on over to the bicycle. What should we do? It's your call. What should what should we do? Should we do the stationary bike, the upright stationary bike? Or should we do the recumbent bike? You know, I believe that the stationary bikes burn more calories. Uh, but the recumbent bike hits the body, the legs in a different way. And it still burns calories. But I just, I just don't think it burns as much calories as the upright stationary bike. So what we're going to do, we're going to do, we're going to go the hard way. We're going to take the, the hard road. And we're gonna get on this stationary bike. Cause I don't want you guys to think I'm cheating. Everybody may not have a, a common bike, but but some of you probably have a stationary bike. So we can do it together. We can do this together. I'm up on the, on, on this horse, on this stationary bike. Put my feet in the in the holster. Oh man. Y'all, I am sweating like a dog with fleas. All right, let's see what time it is. Let's see what time it is. 329. We got to go 10 minutes. So we got to go to 339. Do you think we can do it? Do you believe that we can do it? Well, I can tell you this. I can't quit. I got to go. And that's for sure. I can't quit. I gotta do it. Yes. Everywhere I go, people wanna know who we are. I tell them that we're the Lord's children. We're God's sheep. And because of that, we can cry out once again. The Lord is my shepherd. He <laughs> he lead me beside the still waters. And the green pastures. Is that is that is that isn't that amazing? That God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit leads us beside the non-troubled waters. They lead us beside the peaceful waters. The waters that are not troubling, not not trouble, but good to good for the thirst, good to drink, good for nourishment. And not just for natural nourishment, but for spiritual and eternal judgment. And he he, he leads us beside the green pasture. In other words, there's always nourishment. I like no good thing in the Lord. Peter would say that God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness. We got it. We don't have to, we don't have to beg for it. We got it. I, I hear Paul saying that uh, God has blessed us. Y'all have to help me out now. God has blessed us. This is Ephesians chapter 3, verse 3. I'm sorry. I messed up again, y'all. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. God had blessed us with every, not some, all, not much, every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd, y'all. I shall not want. Wow. And if, that's not, and, and if that's not enough, he goes on to say in Romans chapter 8, verse 19, uh, that, well, we, we can start at verse 17, but, but Paul talks about us being God's sons, us being adopted into God's house, God's family as children, as sons and daughters. And of children, he said, 
then heirs of God. What he's saying there, whatever God owns, he's given it to me and you. Some say that my father owned the cattle on a thousand hills and he gave me and you the hills. He gave, he's given us everything that he's created. If son and daughters, then heirs of God, and joint heirs are co-heirs with Jesus Christ. So whatever the Godhead owns, the triune God, he made it, he made you an heir of it all. Absolutely amazing. So why <laughs> should I not follow him? Why should I not obey him? Why should I not do his will? You know, Jesus said something in John chapter 15, verse 7. He said, if you abide in me, if you live in me, and my words abide in you, you had my word in your heart if you meditate meditate on my word day and night said ask what you will and and you can ask what you will because if you're abiding in him and his word abides in you you act according to god's will your, your will lines up, with god, lines up with god's will and it shall be given to you he says your prayers will be answered. Those are the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous. When they, when their prayers, when their will lines up with God's will. And I think that also applies to our physical and natural lives as much as possible. If we're able to equip these bodies to do the work of the ministry to, to enable us to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works I, I believe that that glorifies our Father in heaven because we made ourselves available for, for service to him we made the, the body fit uh, to serve him and we've stayed in his word that we may know him and know his will for our service to him alright what time is it y'all 8.30 we got 4 more minutes 4 more minutes before 3.39 which will give us 10 minutes on this stationary bicycle you know I'm sweating like a a hog man you know, when I was a little boy, we used to grow hogs in Mississippi. And those hogs would be grunting. Plus, they never stopped trying to eat. <laughs> you know, I, I think the only time the hogs stopped trying to eat was when they got tired and sleepy. Then they just, they just fall over and, and go to sleep. Well... That's me today. I'm, I'm sweating like a hog. So those hogs were sweating in the summertime. But in Christ, I don't have to sweat. All I have to do is walk in the Spirit. And I will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. All I got to do is be filled with the Spirit. And I can do the work to of the ministry that God has called me to do. You can too. You can be a more powerful vessel for the Lord when you walk in the Spirit and when you're filled with the Spirit. One day we'll talk about uh, <clears throat> what it means to be filled with the Spirit and what it means to be walking in the Spirit. You already know what it means to be baptized in the Spirit. 
with the with, uh, with the Spirit. That means to be born again. The Spirit baptizes you into Christ, making you one with Him. That's called regeneration. That's called the born again experience. That happens one time, but we're told to be filled with the Spirit, uh, or be being continually filled because there are times when we're not, especially when we are not. Uh, studying the word, not meditating on the word, not walking in the spirit. So the spirit is there at all times. He never leaves us. He fills us. But sometimes we don't uh, apply his power to what we do. In other words, we don't allow our lives to be controlled by him. The word feel in this sense means to be controlled by him. Now he said, don't, don't be drunk on wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you're drunk on wine or some other outside substance, that means that you're controlled by that wine, by that other outside substance. That means that you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. That means that you're not controlled, not filled by the Holy Spirit. On the other hand, if you are walking in the Spirit, walking in the Word, walking in the light, then you are filled. Because then you're, you're controlled by Him. You're doing His will. And He empowers you to do so. He empowers you to sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs one to another making melody in your heart to the Lord. In other words, he's saying that you can really sing with power if you're filled with the Holy Spirit. He says the church can really, really uh, love one another by submitting one to another as, a, as the body of Christ, as members of the body. We can submit, knowing that we need one another. You know, the, the eye is not the only part of the body. The hands are not the only parts of the body. There's one body and many members, and, and those members need to submit one, to one another. My feet need to submit to my legs, my legs need to submit to my knees, and so on and so on. So when we are filled with the Spirit, a wife can submit to their husband in the Lord. Husbands can love their wives. Fathers can, can, can bring up their children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. The children can honor the parents. Those who, who work can respect their employees, honor their employees. And the employers can, I said that backwards. Those who work can honor their employers and the employers will honor their employees. That's God's will. And you don't do that, you're gonna do that when you uh, feel with the spirit. So the way that you feel in the spirit is spelled out to us in many parts of the scripture. But I love Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. But Paul said, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom. So I, I believe that the word of God, hidden in your heart, that you, and you meditate on that word day and night, it brings about what is called being filled with the Holy Spirit. Full of the Holy Spirit. Then you can sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs making melody in your heart to the Lord and fulfilling your duties to the church and to your family. What time is it, y'all? Oh, I hope it's, I hope it's 3.39. 3.41 p.m. and 40. Oh, we've gone over two minutes. We're going to get off this station that bike. Gonna hit, hit, I'm thinking about the recumbent bike, but I don't think I need to do that. I'm gonna go and go to the treadmill because it works the body a different way. It's not as hard on the body because I, I don't run, I just do a fast walk. But uh, it's good for the cardio, and that's what we're doing, y'all. We're building up the cardio so that uh, we will have endurance to run this race. Every Christian is in that race, that race called life. And when I say life, I'm not just speaking of this temporary life, this part of it. 
but we are in an eternal race. But we win. We 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 finish the race. But what I want y'all to, to, to do is to get some rewards at the end of the race. All, 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 everybody runs, even in an airplane marathon. Everybody runs in the marathon. But not everybody gets a prize. Not everybody gets the gold. Not everybody gets the bronze and the silver. Only those who win. Only those who run a certain way. They run to win the prize. So I want you to run. I want you to forget those things that are behind you and run this race with patience. Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of the faith. We're gonna we're gonna do this for ten minutes on the treadmill. I'm going real slow now. I'm starting off real slow because I, the word said the race is not given to the swift. <laughs> Y'all got to help me from laughing. No other. <clears throat> the fight not given to the strong, but to them that endure to the end. So I'm starting off real slow. Oh, this thing took off on me. I slowed it down, y'all. But I want to endure to the end. Sometimes you start off real fast and you burn yourself out and you don't make it to the end. But, but I, got, I got some good news for you. you uh, in the spirit realm, in this spiritual race for glory, for heaven, you cannot burn out the spirit man. The spirit man cannot be made any better and he cannot be diminished. He remains the same because he, he is the image of God. The thing that the spirit man has to do is to control the natural man, the old man. That's what holds us back. He is the one that holds us back. So we have to walk in the spirit and control him. We have to run this race in the spirit to control the old nature, the old man. We have to have a fight. The flesh wars against the spirit. But you know what? The spirit has the power because he's creator. He's God. But for us to win this win over the flesh, win over the old man, we have to submit to God. If we humble ourselves, if we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, He will exalt us in due time. All right. This trap mill is moving pretty good. Let me let me add a little bit more speed to it. I am, I'm sweating right now, so I'm burning up the fat. I am burning up the carbohydrates and all those, those dead calories. Those dead calories make you fat. And I don't want to be fat. Here we go, y'all. You know, I've, I've been trying to make this thing take me to the supermarket, but it never leaves the garage. Why is that? Why is it moving and it's not going anywhere? I don't know, but some people say their lives are like that. I've had people tell, him, tell me my life is not going anywhere. So they become depressed and, and sick because they, they don't feel that their lives are going anywhere. Well, that may be true in a, in a natural sense. But of a Christian, we are always in a race. That race towards glory. That race through this world. But in actuality, uh, out of this world. Because that's the goal. 
remembering that this world is not our home because we're just pilgrims. We're just passing through. And one day we'll be gone home. We, we, we're not looking for a city made with hands. We, we're looking for a city without a, a city with foundations not made with hands, but made by the power of God himself. All right, y'all, I'm moving pretty fast now. I don't want to go too fast, but I'm moving fast. Y'all have to slow me down. I'm burning calories. You know, you know, the faster you move, the more calories you burn. Yep. I had a good lunch. I had some chicken. I took the skin off the chicken. I, don't, don't get me wrong. I love chicken skin, especially when they try it. But I didn't have chicken skin today. I took the skin off the chicken. I had a chicken breast. And I had some, some vegetables. Boil vegetables, mixed vegetables, kind of like a succotash. You know what I didn't have for lunch? I had no carbohydrates. Not that I didn't want some. I just didn't have any because I want to. I want to slow down the embankment of the fat. You know, fat builds banks in your body. I don't want. I don't. I don't want the, the fat making deposits. <laughs> oh, I feel good. That's why I'm having fun with myself. And I hope you feel good too. One reason I feel good is because the Lord is with me. He keeps me. And, and I believe in his, I believe and trust in his promises. He told me that one day soon that I'll be leaving this mundane world. And if he doesn't come back before I die, uh, if, if this body dies, uh, I'll be absent from it and be with him. But if he comes back before this body dies, I'll never die. This body will never die. This is what he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He said, For flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. But I show you a secret. I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. What he's saying is this, that some folks would die before he returns, and those he'll have to raise up from the dead. He'll raise up their dead bodies and reunite their dead bodies with their living spirits from heaven. But then, if it happened right now, I will never have died. I won't go to to the funeral home or to the grave. No funeral. But in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, while I'm riding this treadmill, my body will be changed into a glorified body, just like the body of Jesus Christ. And I'll ascend from this earth to meet the Lord in the clouds, in the air. Then he'll take me on to heaven for the marriage supper of the Lamb and to receive my rewards in heaven at the Bema seat or the judgment seat of Christ. Well, I think we've gone 10 minutes. Let me check. Let me check the time. Let's see. What time is it, y'all? 3.51 p.m. Yep. Yep. It's 3.51 right on the dot. So we'll start right here. I want to thank you all for working out with me. You guys have done well. It's always good to have a workout partner, and uh, you have been good and have blessed me. I'm, I am eternally grateful to all of you for being here. 
I'm uh, putting up the lanyard for the treadmill. I don't want to leave it laying around. I want to put it right back where I got it from. That way when I need it next time, it'll be there. There are times when I forget to take it off and I'm walking around with the lanyard on my, on my clothes. But this time I, I remembered to take it off. Now, I want you to know, I want you to know that I'm still wiping down sweat. Do you know what that means? That means I'm wiping down calories. Wiping, wiping down fat. When you work out, your body turns the fat into sweat. <laughs> that means that you're losing weight. And if you're not really losing weight because you might have a lot of muscle, it means that you are, are tightening up the muscles. That you are becoming more and more lean. But I'm sweating. I don't know if I'm losing fat or becoming more lean. It don't matter. Whichever one is happening, it's good to me. I thank God for being able to do that. And I give him the glory for, for enabling us to do what we do in the gym. To control the, 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 the decay of our bodies. See, these bodies are decaying. That's why we moan and groan, because these bodies are decaying, preparing itself for death. But we can't we can't slow down death. Death is going to come. A, we, have a, we have an appointment with death. We can't go before that time, and we can't go after that time comes. But what we can do we can slow down the decay of the body so we won't have as much pain and sickness and we'll be able to serve the Lord much better in these decaying bodies. And the thing about it is that if, if you got a, a pretty sound body, your mind goes along with it. Not all, not all the time, sometimes the mind goes first and you can't help that. But if you are, are diligent to be good stewards of your body, your mind follows the body most of the time. Now, I can tell you right now, as I've grown older, I've grown more forgetful. But that's okay. I will remember it after a while. I remember a friend of mine used to tell me, Cursing, I meet myself in the hallway several times a day. And guess what? That happens to me. <laughs> I meet myself going down the hallway several, several times a day and I ask myself, where are you going? What are you looking for? But he never answered. He doesn't know. He forgot. All right, y'all. That's enough of that. Thanks for the cardio workout. This is Percy Wilson Garrett in the biblical name city of Dothan, Alabama. As I always say, I am 20 miles from the Georgia state line and 20 miles from the Florida state line. Just about 75 miles due north of the beautiful Panama City beaches. So thank you for being here with me today. And if you want to contact me for any biblical questions or comments, you can email me. If you want to uh, contact me about any questions or comments about exercise and fitness, you can email me. My email address is my name. Percy Garrett at sw.rr.com. I will repeat that. Percy Garrett at sw.rr.com. You can also find me on Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, WordPress, 
and of course LinkedIn and my favorite podcast Anchor now Anchor distributes these podcasts to places like Apple and, and Spotify Google so we are spread around when we make these podcasts and uh, sometime in the future I'm going to be inviting some guests to work out with me and the good thing about it is that they don't have, they don't have to be in the, in the gym with me they can be at home they can be in the gym in their city they can be anywhere so we're going to do that and if you want to be one of those people just uh, shoot me an email and uh, I'll get back with, with you and we'll get together and we'll beat these old bodies into submission alright bless you now the Lord's brother whose name was Jude he wrote an epistle the word epistle means letter Jude wrote a letter and he ends this letter by giving uh, hope to us, strengthening us, letting us know that Christ will always be there for us. So he, he gives us that hope, and then he gives Christ, our God, glory in verses 24 and 25. And this is what he said in Jude chapter 1. Now unto him who was able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty both now and ever, and all of God's people said, Amen.